the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon and greetings to you. Thanks for being with us on this Monday edition, an absolutely gorgeous day across western Pennsylvania. Isn't it fabulous, Kathy? It is so beautiful. Lovely. And it is so hot. Hot? In this area oh. of the station. <laughs> I mean, it's very small. That's <laughs> that went from like a large, like, you know, geographical to this area of the station. What is that? Just like, that okay, little corner. No, well, yeah, because Christie's office is freezing cold. Really? So just this area of the station is hot. Is hot. Right, right. But when I, I mean, it's hot. I bet, do you think it's 90 degrees in my office? It's pretty hot. And, and it's yeah. really, really hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. It just means, listen, I'd rather it be a warm, a nice sunny warm day than the alternative. Yeah, I, I don't mean to complain. No. It was just overwhelming. I mean, it, it was mo- one of those moments where you feel like I... I, I feel like I could be in a medically fragile state <laughs> being in a room this hot. Very nice. Have a good weekend? Did have a good weekend. Thanks. Um, I had uh, a, a big thing happen. Oh, a big thing. Big thing happened. Let me guess. Uh, You're not going to be able to guess. You had a baby. No. <laughs> All right. Okay, I didn't have a baby. Okay. Uh, I did something Saturday. You went skeet shooting. That I have never done in my entire life. You and you know what this thing is. Oh, but you don't know that I did it because you... you've mocked me for this over the years. Oh, I love this already. You have mocked me really? regularly. Really? Yep. Well, please hold forth, so I'll stop the mocking. On Saturday, yeah, I mowed the lawn. Hey, hey, hey. what do you say, that's people? A fa- that's what a do great... you say about that's really that? good. Good for now, you. There is, Congratulations. It's one of those things. It's Highly not like I resisted mowing the lawn in the past. No, it's, it's just your one husband's of those things. Job. It just never. You know, I'm pretty sure that my husband's never dressed a turkey. Right. You know what I mean? Well, maybe now's his time. Maybe this is his You're moment. You're switching roles this here. This could from be a, it. What uh, prompted that? Well, uh, so we were outside mm-hmm. doing the lo- doing the lawn. Yeah. And our lawn has a lot of trees and there's a lot of leaves. You got a lot of leaves falling already? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't have that many leaves falling already. Well, I mean, I've done some raking, but it's surprising how much leaves are still on the trees. Well, sadly, it's sad. It, it What we have ahead of us is way more than what oh, we've done up you get to that this right. point. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's... Yeah. it's borderline tragic anyway i just feel my husband usually does it by himself and i thought this is crazy you know because usually i was doing stuff with the kids i was trying to manage this and the other thing and i don't have to do that right now so i thought i need to go out there and help him so anyway i ended up not just raking not just bagging but i mowed the lawn you push the mower mm-hmm. is it a self-propelled gas-powered mower it is an electric electric well lottie duh thank you excuse me just is it made pur- by tesla we, we just purchased it about three months ago john an electric mower. Uh-huh. How's that? Well, I'm a little dubious about it. Has that. a battery mm-hmm. that you charge, mm-hmm. and I was able to do the entire lawn in one charge. Really? Mm-hmm. Did a good job. Did a great job. Must- We've used it regularly now since June. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it lightweight? Uh huh. 
Huh, now I'm kind of jealous. Are you? Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm a new really, person. Really? Huh. I want this to inspire you, Christy, and you, John, to I... do a thing you've just never done before. All right. I'm going to baste a turkey here real soon. I promise. Okay, basting a turkey is you like said... the easy... No, dressing a turkey. Oh, oh. Ba- <laughs> Anyway, without further ado, Kath always gives us the top news stories as we start the show. Without further ado, Kath, please give us the top four at four. All righty. For a football night in Pittsburgh, Monday, Monday November 8th, 2021. I like it. Number one. All eight of the victims have been identified in the deadly stage surge at the Astroworld Festival concert in Houston this weekend. Um, Can you believe that story? It's Can a horrendous you? story. It, it really is. Just the, this happens very seldom here in the U.S. But the, something you told me, which I don't, I don't, don't even go into this now. Yeah, uh, no, I'm going to go ver- into it. Yeah, I'm you gonna are. Go, what? I'm really? Go into it. I'm I, reading a story from ABC News. So first off, what I didn't realize until today is that Travis Scott has had a history of issues at concerts. Did no, you wait know a second. That? What does that even mean? Okay. So in 2015, he was arrested on charges of inciting a crowd to jump barriers at a Lollapalooza concert in Chicago. Pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct, paid a fine. 2017, he was arrested again after he invited more people to come closer to the stage, prompting fans at the Walmart Music Pavilion in Rogers, Arkansas, to breach barricades and overrun security. Hmm. Okay, He also pleaded guilty to misdemeanor disorderly conduct. Prior to the fatal surge at the concert on Friday, some 300 people had been treated throughout the day at the music festival by on-site personnel, many instances where medical personnel had to administer Narcan, which is used to treat a a narcotic overdose. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said that during the pandemonium, a private security guard working at the festival was possibly injected in the neck with drugs as he was attempting to grab or restrain someone. Now, is that real? When he was at that- ABC News. When he was examined, he went unconscious, the sheriff said. Medical staff administered Narcan. He was revived, and the medical staff did notice a prick similar to a prick you would get if someone was trying to inject you. I'd like to know more about this. I mean, that seems... That seems like nutty. It's pretty nutty. Number two, the U.S. reopened its borders for fully vaccinated travelers from dozens hey, of countries today. Welcome. That ends 18 months of restrictions on international travel. Signs up. That's left, I don't know, families separated all over the world. Yeah. Tons of business lost. Um, here's the scoop. Fully vaccinated travelers can enter the U.S. if they show proof of vaccination and a negative coronavirus test taken within three calendar days of travel. All right. Um, the ban on travel from 33 countries, including EU members, China, India, Iran, whatever, um, it cost nearly $300 billion in visitor spending and Whoa. more than a million American really? jobs, according okay. to today's New York Times. Number three, uh, the TRIB reports that Pennsylvania school districts will be allowed to modify or end the mask mandate. Great. How about that for K-12 students in Bring it. January? Let's get that done. Um, so that statewide mask mandate went into effect in early September, citing a surge in infections, which fortunately is now on the decline. A bunch of parents are mad. There are two lawsuits that have been filed against the governor seeking to overturn it. Those are pending. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens. But right. I think that would be such... A plus for teacher. I'm married to a teacher, and he is so he gets. Can you imagine trying to yell no. in, a, in a gym full of students Mm-mm. in a mask all day long? <laughs> Horrible. Number four, Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz appears to think Big Bird is a government plant. Everybody's mad at Big Bird today. Did you hear about this? Heard he got the jab. Yeah. 
Sesame Street uh, announced Saturday that Big Bird had gotten his COVID-19 vaccine just days after the FDA approved the Pfizer shot for children ages 5 to 11. This is what Big Bird said. This is going to make you mad. Are you ready? Yep. My wing's feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. But you'd think that'd be good just because it's a puppet and Big Bird isn't real. But instead, it made everybody mad. Right. It's according to the New York Daily News. That's your top four at four. And the big uh, news is Big Bird's family can now join him wherever they were. <laughs> big Bird's family who's been in the EU since the, the migratory patterns have been uh, disrupted. How old do you think uh, Big Bird is supposed to be? Uh, he's supposed to be six. Exactly. See, he's so good with the age thing. It doesn't matter whether we're talking about avian life or human life. Such he's just life. good about it. All right. Uh, were you mad at Big Bird? No, so. no, I missed that. No, I'm still thinking about the jab at the concert. No, that old crazy thing. I know. All right. Uh, we'll step away for a few minutes, and then we do come back. We're going to go to the White House, as we are wont to do on Monday. Greg Clarkson joins us from the White House to talk about the top news stories affecting all of us. 101.5 WORD. The kinds of questions our kids are dealing with today about their faith are very different than what we faced growing up. Here's Rebecca McLaughlin. The questions that are front and center for people today aren't anything to do with did Jesus rise from the dead or even uh, science disprove Christianity. They are, isn't Christianity homophobic? Like, aren't Christians racist? Helping our kids know how to handle tough questions next time on Family Life Today with Dave and Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with a promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with a promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with a promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to MyPillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800 800- Three nine one zero nine five four for the best deal on my pillow. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company with over fifty years' experience in the home remodeling industry. Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers twelve months no interest financing and no processing fee through dollar bank want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office choose from 100 percent vinyl commercial aluminum wood and composite and how would you like to never clean your gutters again for a limited time get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 12 31 21 all with 12 months no interest no processing fee and backed by the best warranty in the industry schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windows rs pittsburgh.com that is windows 
With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcast, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. It's all peace and love at the nation's capital. It's bipartisan. Everyone's going, we did a good job. Greg Cluxton joins us from the White House. He's here to talk to us about uh, the Biden administration and the massive infrastructure bill, among many other things that happened in uh, D.C. Greg, welcome back. Happy Monday to you. Thank you, John. Thank you, Kathy. Great to be here, as always. Thank you. So, Greg, according to Nancy Pelosi, it seems like she and her party, you know, saved America. But I guess that wouldn't have happened. No infrastructure bill would have happened if it wasn't for the, what, were there 13 uh, Republicans that crossed over, one from the great state of Pennsylvania? Yeah, in the House, there were 13 Republicans signing on while there were six uh, progressives, liberals, however you wanted to describe um, some of the members of the Democrats who mm-hmm. said no on this. So, yeah, and obviously there was bipartisan support on the Senate side as well. So you've got the White House as well as Democratic leaders on the Hill saying, look, bipartisan support and the numbers, you know, you can't argue with those numbers. There was bipartisan support traditionally over the decades when there have been these kinds of bills up for a vote. You know, funding for roads, bridges, and now internet, improving the electrical, you know, grid and uh, transit, all that stuff. It's typically been bipartisan. Uh, in more recent years, it's been a little bit more of a struggle to get over that partisan uh, divide, but uh, it happened again this time with bipartisan support. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to say no to the hundreds of millions of dollars that are going to come to districts across the country. I mean, it's a trillion-plus dollar spending plan. So obviously, most people in their districts are going to uh, have some sort of success with this money. Absolutely. And, you know, that's why, that's why it has been traditionally a bipartisan-supported kind of uh, of spending plan. Uh, not that it happens every year, of course, but for for something of this magnitude, because of what you what you just said, John, because you've got local members of Congress who are able to uh, did I just mute. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Uh, Okay, Uh, you've got members of Congress who are able then to uh, in their congressional districts, say to their say to the voters, say to their supporters, this is what we're bringing back from Washington to improve our local communities and and towns and cities. And that's why it's it's typically pretty popular. So um, what so it's a good thing. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm asking you to make a, a, a moral judgment on this, Greg, which is not what you do. No. I recognize that. But so it's a good thing that it's bipartisan as far as the infrastructure bill goes. I want to go back to that. But um, if it wasn't for the Republicans, the Democrats couldn't have passed it on their own because of those um, progressives who decided to bail on it. So I don't know. I guess I'm asking what that tells us about where Washington is right now. Sure. There may have been a little bit of cover for those six Democrats, uh, knowing that there was going to be Mm. likely there was going to be some Republican support there so that they could still hold to their their principled opposition to elements of the bill uh, and knowing that the president's agenda would still move forward. So there was maybe a little bit of cushion there for some of those uh, those holdout Democrats. But I think you're right in saying that, um, you know, it was still pretty slim, especially on the House side in terms of of, of overall support for this kind uh, of package. And of course, this is just one of two 
huge legislative uh, bills right now that the White House is trying to get through Congress. We've been talking about it here on Mondays for weeks and, and months about the inter intra-party fighting among Democrats in terms of the size and the scope of not just the infrastructure package, but also this social spending bill that that, that includes elements of uh, funding for education and health care and climate and a lot of other issues. And uh, that one still needs to move forward, and that's going to be a heavier and has been a heavier lift than this bipartisan infrastructure bill. So that one is is about double the cost of this $1 trillion infrastructure package. So there's still uh, still more work to do on that. The president just finished up an event with the Milwaukee Bucks out on the South Lawn. I was out there for that. He stopped by and talked to uh, a group of re- reporters. He told us that he's still optimistic that he can get it done, but he understands it's still going to be a heavy lift. I see. Well, the uh, the Bucks are big fans of the president today. However, the polls show otherwise across the electorate, yeah? Yeah, there have been any number of polls over the last few weeks, especially since the late summer. Uh, Of course, we had the Afghanistan uh, withdrawal that was pretty messy, uh, that uh, did not get good reviews from uh, from hardly anybody. And of course, there are uh, weighing concerns on the economy and inflation. And that has really, um, you know, dragged the president's job approval numbers down. There's a brand new poll out today from USA Today and Suffolk University showing uh, the president's job approval rating. At 38 percent, the vice president's approval rating at 28 percent. And uh, it's really interesting because um, among those who were asked if they were pleased or uh, or not about the president's uh, performance, um, there were uh, a number of, you know, more than about a third, I think, of Democrats who said that they were they were surprised uh, that the president was was not doing as well as they had hoped he would. And there were also 28 percent of Democrats who said that they don't want Joe Biden to one, run for re-election. Now, obviously, these these poll numbers can and will probably change uh, in in either direction over the over the next year before the midterms, and certainly during the course of the president's first term. But these are some early warning signs for the president in terms of uh, the public's perception of how he's handling his job here at the White House. That's a low number, Greg. Yeah, they've been trending down. Wow. Uh, he he was had been, you know, uh, right in the low 50s for the first few months. And then it's been into the 40s. Uh, not all the polls are into the, in the high 30s, but uh, a few of them have been. So wow. there's been a definite downward trend. The, the White House obviously is hoping that with momentum, they hope is momentum following this infrastructure bill and, and getting some other accomplishments, because part of the narrative of this entire discussion over the uh, the last number of months has been Democrats fighting amongst themselves right. over getting something done. Right. And that's exactly the kind of storyline the White House doesn't want. Right. Right. So then the split is that um, on the Democrat side, the progressives are upset with uh, the Biden administration for not doing enough of the socialist progressive uh, push that they want. And of course, on the Republican side, anything the, re- the Democrats do, we're not going to jump in on that as well. So he's sort of getting it from both sides, which I guess in many ways, uh, is it business as usual or is this an unusual time that your own party is eating your lunch as well. Well, it's it's maybe a little of both, but it's it it reminds me of when John Boehner was the Republican mm-hmm. uh, Speaker of the House, and he was dealing with the Tea Party contingent that was very uh, right, firm on right. the other wing. Uh, you've got the liberals fighting with uh, Joe Biden, and now and and back then you had the the strong conservatives 
uh, holding their position. And it's it's a very difficult job as House Speaker or President of the party at the White House to try and bring unity, find a coalition among uh, differing you know segments of your own party. Yeah. Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent. So let's talk about the president's vaccine mandate. Uh, news comes today that the U.S. Uh, borders are now open for international travelers. If you're uh, if if you have a vaccine, if you have a coronavirus test within uh, two or three days, you can now come on back in. Uh, but what about like people workers here in America? I thought this was you know for 150 people or more. That was going to be the way it was in America. And what stopped it? Yeah, this has been a long process. And what uh, we've been asked, we've asked the, the White House over the months, the Biden administration, uh, w- when is when is this travel restriction uh, policy going to change? And uh, they've always said that this is an internal governmental agency process review that's in place. Uh-huh. And uh, there and it, it's basically bureaucracy, but obviously with with an effort. Uh, with an eye toward the health of travelers and the health of the public safety, the safety of the public. Uh, but this has been a long time coming. Uh, you're talking 19, 20 months or so since parts of Canada, Mexico, other uh, you know countries in Europe uh, have have been uh, folks have not have been allowed to travel here, whether they're tourists or on business, uh, unless they were um, permanent residents of the United States or American citizens. Um, so there are a lot of relieved families that are finally getting a chance to be reunited. But uh, it's been sort of a sort of a halting process and uh, a little messy. And uh, the, the administration uh, often hasn't said exactly what was the holdup for changing. Obviously, you know, with COVID, it's been a it's it's been a fluid situation with various spikes of the variant and, and all the rest. But a lot of people are happy to be able to travel starting today. That's good. So, Greg, uh, let's talk about uh, the courts. And uh, they have temporarily halted the tax mandate for businesses. This is big news as well, because in many ways, you know, it's sort of crippling the Biden push forward. Right. So we uh, we learned last week from the Biden administration some of the details about this vaccine mandate that would apply to companies in the U.S. that employ 100 people or more. And that that affects about two thirds of the entire U.S. workforce. So it's uh, it's a very broad mandate affecting a lot of this country. And you you have had attorneys general in more than two dozen states already move forward with uh, with lawsuits and, and legal action against this kind of mandate. And then uh, on Friday or Saturday, we had the uh, federal appeals court essentially put up a stop sign and uh, temporarily halt this measure from going forward. So it's going to be uh, legally challenged. The White House, the Department of Justice, plan to defend it vigorously. They believe they have the legal standing and authority to issue this kind of uh, directive that would affect not just obviously uh, the uh, the government workforce, federal workers, but private companies and workers, American workers for those private companies. So that's what the uh, the rub is in terms of whether it's constitutional or not. What a mess. All right. Well, Greg, with only a couple minutes left, I have two very important questions to ask you about. Um, the first being um, that we've uh, we found a news story today about a couple who stumbled upon a 17-pound potato mm. in their garden. This is reported in today's Washington Post. It is appears, the administration talking about it, this? Yeah, it, it appears to be the largest potato ever seen uh, on record, certainly in a you know domestic backyard. And so have you ever grown anything in your yard that Are you, you were afraid of? Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's bigger than pumpkins that I've tried mm-hmm. to grow. How about in, that? To be honest, yeah, Seven, mm-hmm. 17 pounds. Yeah, seventeen pounds. Yeah, it's big, yeah. Uh, it's that that make a lot of great waffle fries, I guess. So, but you, you've never grown anything that you personally no. were afraid of. No, no, mm-hmm. no, certainly. Okay. Um, no. All right. Well, that's, that's good news. But though. that was that was reported in the Washington Post. So that's your backyard. So I'd look out if I were you. <laughs> uh, the second thing is, I'd be wearing this if it wasn't so blooming hot in here. But uh, the Steelers are playing on Monday Night Football, Greg. Oh yeah. And so oh, yes. I I need to know where your allegiance is. Steelers Browns. Oh, no, sorry, Steelers, Steelers Bears. Bears. Excuse me. Steelers, Steelers Bears. Bears. Well. You know, I, I, I've always hesitated uh, and worried if you would if we would venture much into NFL discussion yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because your audience has been very kind toward me over the years. So far, and, uh, we, we so far exactly. We ha- we have a difference of opinion when it comes to uh, to rooting for uh, for football. Teams. That's your right. Now, my allegiance goes to my my hometown, growing up hometown, which is now an NFC team. So you've got that oh, going for you. Oh, so that's Seattle, uh, right? That is the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Yeah, well, we took care of them, so don't worry so about then, it. So then for the yeah, tonight's you game. did, and that's that's part of the reason why I, I have a hesitancy about talking about the Steelers. Mm. Right. So there's a resentment. No, it's just hard feelings between that Super Bowl and, you know, bad calls and all that. So. Now, what do you mean bad calls? You know what I'm saying. Plus People, I do. Vic- you know what I'm saying. I can't believe you it's said bad calls. I can't believe you said bad calls. It's contentious. Calls. I'm right. just glad that John brought it up because I didn't have to. I'm trying to be fair. That's all I'm trying to be. I appreciate it. Okay, yeah. Fair and balanced, John Hall. <laughs> Thank you so much. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, enjoy your evening. Uh, Kath and I will be uh, in front of our television sets. Mm-hmm. All right. Enjoy the game, guys. Thanks so okay. much. Good to see you, Greg. Let's go Steelers. Take a quick break. Come back. All right, coming up next, what is this story? Wait, this Seriously, is the, story? The, pota- the potato's 17 pounds? This is That's the, the story. It's the whole show. Talking, baby. We go to the White House there, and talk about potatoes at the White House. There are worse threads. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. Rob tried to manage his constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating day after day. After realizing it was irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, he found another way and finally said yes to adding Linzess. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Avian Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Why are cash out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I will say one thing. You know, I really feel like right now might be a once in a lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, 
with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, we were able to get them to cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United, United Faith Mortgage. Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Clear to partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. A great night for the Steelers to take on the Chicago Bears at Heinz Field, below 42. Mostly sunny and mild tomorrow. A great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high, 64. Wednesday, as we hit the middle of the week, we'll see partly sunny skies. Another pleasant day on tap with a high of 61. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Such an important news story, and I misspoke about it. This is big. It is big. Um, So it was reported in the Washington Post that a couple stumbled upon a 17-pound, 17.2-pound to be specific. What do you mean you stumbled upon it? I'll tell you in a minute, in their garden. However, it's not in the Washington area. It's in New Zealand, which is not very close to the Washington area. Apparently, a New Zealand couple was weeding their garden in late August when they spotted this mysterious mass beneath the soil. Hmm. They, uh, They didn't even know what it was. It was so huge and ugly looking. It It looks like... A rock. No, it looks like a, a mushroom nest. almost. It's like it looks like a fungal growth. Anyway, this couple uh, got on their hands and knees, dug it out. I mean, look at. Have you seen a picture of it? I have. Like, it's, it's, it's very strange. Looking. I thought it was a sculpture it at first. Yeah, I thought it was like a modern sculpture. They said it was brown, lumpy, and deformed. Um, so they couldn't identify what it was. But Colin, potato. the man, uh, bravely executed a taste test and said, "Oh my gosh, honey, it's a potato." So they had cultivated what they now believe is the world's largest potato ever. That's surprising. I would think like 17 pounds, you know, I, I know it's a big potato, but I would think, oh, large potatoes have been grown. Well, the Guinness Book of World Records, John, is just under 11 pounds for a potato. Doesn't make any and that sense. was some guy in England. Really? So uh, they decided to appeal to the Guinness Book of World Records and see what they thought of it. Really? And they have not yet at this point heard back. Do you think they ate it? Um, I don't. I, I don't know. Not sure. It is a very ugly potato, and but they are very excited about it. They've gotten a lot of uh, publicity, and they are now putting hats on the potato and taking photographs and posting them. It looks it looks like a small baby because that's what Doesn't social media is for. It looks like a small baby. That's yeah. not a small baby. Well, you know what I mean with a hat on it. It does. Yeah, but I mean, think about your a average. I think baby. your average baby's seven pounds or Honey, something. Honey, we're having a potato. Yeah. How do you like your potatoes? Uh, every which way. Every I can't think of a way. way I don't like a potato. Really? Mm-hmm. I would like them mashed 
with gravy. Mm. I like a mashed with butter and salt. Yep. I think that's delicious. I very much appreciate a baked potato. Oh, me too. I would like a potato skin that's covered with cheddar cheese and bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's delicious. That's very good. I very much enjoy French fries. Mm-hmm. I think potato chips are great. Of course they are. You like sour cream uh, on the potato? I, I think sour cream is a delicious I option. Not on my potato. Okay. I'm good with it. No, I'm just doing butter. I, I think I'd rather do butter. But if you made me, it wouldn't be a hardship really, for me to add no, sour I've cream. Kind of ruin it for me. How about chives? Oh, I'm happy to have a chive. But even without the sour cream. Uh, see now, you had the chives. I guess then I would go yeah, for the I sour cream, kind of, and you could top both. it off with the bacon. You're good to go. Right, bacon right. is delicious. Of course, I seriously can't think of any way that I don't like a potato and sweet potato. I think I'm an even bigger fan. Really, a sweet potato. Love it. Yeah, Christy, how do you feel about the potato? I don't like sweet potatoes. Oh, you don't? No, I will eat regular potatoes anyway hmm. with sour cream. Ah, sour cream. Okay, what, what about, will you eat them without sour cream? I will. Okay. But, you know, sour cream just adds to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are the best fries in Pittsburgh? Do you have an opinion? I mean, it used to be the O. Remember no, the O fries? I don't think those were ever the best they fries were in excellent. Pittsburgh. No, they were excellent. I don't. Th- I wouldn't put that in the best. I would. Um, do you like a you like a string fry or do you like a uh, like a Both. steak fry? Both doesn't I'm, matter. I'm fine with either one. Mm-hmm. I think it goes to Butter Joint in uh, North Oakland. That's your go to place lately. I haven't been there in in six months, but I very much like their fries. Right. All right. Yeah. What what would do you have a special place that I you don't? Choose? I really you know um, I do um, I would do some home fries at Tesaro's. Oh, see, I don't really like home fries. What? I mean, still what? I don't like them. Love, how about like but, when like they're like they're burnt. I like burnt home mm. fries that are crusty and you hard. You like that, Christy? Like the breakfast thing with home fries? Um, I like hash browns okay. instead of home, fri- home fries. Okay, what about this? Hash browns. Isn't it like sort of processed, like they're, they're scraping it on like a little... You can get them like the little patties. I don't like that. That's oh, fake. Oh, the patties are that's the fake. best. The patties are delicious, No, no, though. that's not no, even no, a fry. No, no, I have a whole bunch in my freezer. They They're are, the best. They're like plastic. They are really, no. really good. That's not good for your health. Okay, I'm sure it's not. Okay, so going back to Desaros, though... Hmm. The boiled redskins are superior. Yeah, I like a redskin. And it's it's super healthy. Mm. Oh, super. <laughs> Just trying to bring fry? nutrition into it. Okay, I do. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back. We do. Ministries help job seekers find a paycheck with a purpose. After the pandemic, people are going, you know, I'm not going to go back. I'm doing something more significant with my life. We'll talk about that next. W-O-R-D. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me, and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 930, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with a promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with a promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with a promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. 
Go to MyPillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800-391-0954 for the best deal on MyPillow. Why are cash-out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I really feel like right now might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, were you able to get them the cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLSConsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. One of the... um. Yeah, the word. Uh, one of the proudest things of coming through this pandemic, I think, Kath, for you and I, I'll speak for you here, is essentially making it through yeah. the pandemic. Um, you know, here we are every day and we're doing this thing and uh, you, you juggle a lot of different stuff and all of a sudden politics came upon us. And, you know, I, you love being here and you love being able to talk about God and about a higher purpose and faith and all these things. And I think, you know, for a lot of people, the pandemic changed their perspective of their daily work. How do you make a living? And especially, how do you make a living with some purpose? I think it gave that time off uh, people an opportunity, if they were fortunate enough, an opportunity to reevaluate where they are in their lives. You think that's fair? I think so. Well, Eric Anderson's with us, uh, wrote a terrific piece at Christianity Today, uh, Ministries Help Job Seekers Find a Paycheck with a Purpose. Erica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So the paycheck is one thing, and that's important, but you're thinking paycheck with a purpose, which is a whole like other level. Is that too much to hope for? I don't think it's too much to hope for. And I think that the pandemic really gave people the time that they needed um, to think about what it is they really wanted in life. One thing that I thought was really interesting that I discovered in my research is that, you know, a, a big percentage of moms and women were the ones that had to lose their jobs during COVID because their kids were home from school. And what we're finding now is that a lot of them are choosing either not to go back to work or choosing a different career path moving forward because that time gave them a minute to think, is this really what I want to be doing? Mm -hmm. And so they were able to, to kind of make that choice. Yeah. Okay. So in in the piece you wrote for CT, Erica, you talk about a company not too far here from our our studios in Pittsburgh in West Virginia, the Cray company. Tell us that story. 
Yeah. So um, the Cray company actually only started in 2019. So they, you know, if you were a business that started up in 2019, you didn't know what you had coming. And so in 2020, um, they actually had to kind of pivot from their original business model, um, which was going to be more, you know, having people come inside and, and do a whole bunch together there. And then we were all sort of needing to be separate. So um, it's a faith-based organization that brings together different kinds of creators um, and offers them a space and, um, and, and uh, the equipment they need to do some of those creative um, jobs or creative mm-hmm. sort of side hustles that they have yeah. um, to create steady income, part-time or full-time. Cool. Right. So several things that you mentioned here in the article, which I think are interesting. One member, a disabled coal miner, made personalized masks and began selling them online. A popular version made wares look like Hulk Hogan. An engineer seeking a side hustle used Cray's 3D printers and recycled small engine parts to make props for student films at Liberty University. A local pastor used Cray's lasers to custom engrave his woodwork, now displayed on each table in his son's newly opened restaurant in town. So clearly this is stuff that's outside the box. This isn't your classic, you know, nine to five work. No. And, you know, I'm thankful for Travis Lowe, who is the co-founder of Cray. Um, He gave me some of those examples. And, you know, I'm sitting here going, man, these people are really creative people. Like who would have even thought of some of these things? But um, I think when you have the space to maybe brainstorm, maybe dream a little bit um, where you didn't before, there's a lot of things you could sort of come up with that you wouldn't have in the in the hustle of life um, that COVID sort of put a stop to. Yeah. Okay. So then what about that? I mean, you, you raised so many really interesting stories and questions in your piece uh, about the church in some ways, you know, being vocational, right? I mean, this is an unusual uh, sort of arena for the church to walk into, but as you've illustrated, um, there is space for this. And certainly now with, you know, federal money and whatnot uh, and, and churches being able to survive the pandemic, there is a flow here that will make people, you know, sort of aspirational in a different way that I don't think at least I, people didn't think about the church's uh, perspective or um, duty in some ways before the pandemic. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, part of the reason I that wrote this article is because of some Barna research, um, Barna you know, a Christian uh, research firm that came out, you know, talking about what is the role of the church in a, a, you know, in vocation in a Christian's life. And do Christians look to the church for direction in that area? And I was kind of surprised that the number was lower than I expected it to be. Mm -hmm. It was like one in five. And um, when I talked to Andy Crouch, who is sort of known for his, you know, he's sort of a leader in the work, the vocation and church sort of movement. Yeah. You know, he said he was a little bit disappointed that it was so low. And then that meant that a lot of Christians aren't even thinking about church as a place to to find some of those resources or to find the meaning for work inside the church. When really, though, um, that the church really can be a guiding light and a guiding force for those parts of our lives and almost any job we do, we can cultivate meaning from that. Um, it's just a matter of how we're thinking about it and, and the kind of decisions we're making to um, to to you know, inject that meaning into what we're doing. According to your um, piece here, it says that church-going Christians, and this is this is um, in reflecting a Barna report, church-going Christians are more likely to seek and find purpose in their jobs than others. Most say their local churches do help them understand how to live out their faith in the workplace, and there's been a, an uprising of parachurch ministries structured around work-life purpose in recent years. However, that number you brought up is interesting that only one in five people ever think to go to their church and ask questions 
questions about vocational matters. Yeah, I mean, I think people just sort of separate the two. They sort of put church in yeah. one bucket, bucket and they put work lives in another bucket. But, you know, I think as Christians, every every part of our Christianity, you know, sort of bleeds into every other part of our life. It's sure. sort of the foundation that everything else is built on. And so, um, and, and maybe churches themselves are not, you know, sort of making it known that they are available to help with that kind of a thing. Um, obviously, bigger churches are going to have more resources and more kind of classes, small groups, like I wrote about with Willow Creek in there. Um, but I think this kind of stuff and like the rising up of the parachurch ministries, which, you know, I was surprised at how many I found kind of goes to show that we're, we're seeing a shift in how people are thinking about it, or at least how ministry leaders are thinking about it. And they're seeing the need for some leadership on this issue. Um, when they look at the, you know, the, the Christian workplace as a whole. Yeah, that's an interesting topic. That's Erica Anderson, author of Leaving Cloud Nine. She's the host of the podcast Worth Your Time. And you can find out more about Erica online at ericaanderson.com. Erica, your last name is S-E-N. Is that correct? Yes, and I am so sorry that I'm signed in as someone else on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, next time you join us, we'll have you on as your actual self. Right, but good work, though. Yes, really, thank you. Yeah, it's our pleasure. It's very interesting, though. Thank you so much. You think about your day and all the different things that you've read, <laughs> yeah. all the different knowledge you've procured to work through whatever it is, you know, whether it's just casual reading or something specific you wanted to know about or something for work, right. Or theologically, right. Mm -hmm. um, your Bible reading, all, all those different commentaries, a deeper dive and, you know, some scriptural principle or something. So this, it's one thing for us, but then you think about your kids who are in college and the nature of their learning daily, their reading daily, huge difference. And then you think about Grove City College and the the weight and the power of the theology mm. on top of the science, on top of all those other things. Grove City is way different in the learning curve. I think it's a lot in a good way, but it's a lot. We, we talked to um, our daughter last night who's a student there, and she uh, was talking about the – telling us what her – test she has coming up this week and what projects and then what papers and she's and my daughter's been a good student our daughter's been a good student since she was a little kid she said i've never worked this hard in my entire life mm. she said just the amount of information i'm trying to store and keep in it's a big difference you're not skating through online for quality education gcc.edu consider what jesus explained to nicodemus in john 3 verse 3 except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god to be born again here is in the passive a man must be born again this points to the truth that man is passive in this work of christ in our salvation he cannot give himself this new birth he does not assist god in regenerating him man does not play a part in saving himself christ alone regenerates a person this follows from the truth that the sinner who is without Christ is incapable of saving himself. He, according to his first birth, is dead in sin. Just as a baby has no choice in his first birth by his parents, so also a man or woman are unable to choose for themselves their second birth in Christ. I'm Pastor Bill Brainsome of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church in Forest Hills. For information concerning our church, check out prcpittsburgh.org. 
preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Now, I don't know if you've celebrated Tongue Twister Day in the past. I have not. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was such a thing, but well, I shouldn't be surprised. That's why you tune into the ride home with John and Kathy. Um, I have a couple I'd like to share with you. Because if we're celebrating, then I think we should just celebrate it. Okay, good. Are you ready? I like a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Do you like this one? Betty bought butter, but the butter was bitter. So Betty bought better butter to make the bitter butter better. I know that one. It's very nice. Show off. Yeah, no. So now he knows that one, Well, Christy. no, because you know you do voice and speech in school. The big black bug bit the big black bean, made the big black bean bleed. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. How about Betty's Big Bunny Bobbled by the Blueberry Bush? Oh, very nice. You familiar with that one? No. No? Okay. Um, how about, um, you know, the, how much wood how much wood could a woodchuck sure, chuck sure, if a sure, woodchuck sure, could sure, chuck sure, wood? Yeah. You know that one, right? Yeah. Um, how about Good, Better, Best? Never let it rest until your good is better and your better is best. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's a good one. Now, in, in, you know, in voice and speech, we would... Uh, regularly do these as vocal warm-ups sure. right so you would go you would kind of start off with bodega 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 and then you could switch topeka 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 Top. so mm-hmm. my voice and speech teacher don wadsworth what he had his first kid we as a class we voted and thought they should name that child bodega i think that's a great idea but i bet he didn't take to he that. did not or topeka they were not necessarily cuddling it i mean you know you do you do vocal warm ups? You're a vocalist. Yeah, you have to. Oh. I don't. Yeah, but I, mine are more like that. Oh, you're not, not you're not doing enunciation. Not enough. They go not hand as much hand. enunciation. They do. How about shut up the shutters and sit in the shop? Whoa, that's right for a lot of. That, what do you think, Christy? That's dangerous. Coming. That's too too much for me. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. You, you've never done vocal warm ups? Oh yeah, I took theater classes in high or in college. There you go. See, everybody should be. Doing okay, you ready? Things. I keep saying, are you ready? Uh, you could just say yes and I can Strap me in and here we go with the tongue twisters, Kath. A certain young fellow named Bibi wished to marry a lady named Phoebe. Mm. But he said, I must see what the minister's Phoebe before Phoebe be Phoebe Bibi. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one, That's a you very guys. Nice, very nice. Mm. That's a good one. Imagine sitting around all day long and making the tongue twisters up. People did not have internet then, did they? No. Uh-uh. A pessimistic pest exists amidst us. A pessimistic Pest. A, a pessimistic pest exists, exists amidst, amidst us. That's difficult. You have to slow that down uh-huh. very deeply, right? And then rub up to a certain speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come, come, stay calm. Stay calm. No need for alarm. It only hums. It doesn't harm. <laughs> I like that, too. Mm-hmm. While we were walking, we were watching window washers wash Washington's windows with warm washing water. Whoa. See, I couldn't get through that That's one. Very much. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wanted to stay, but I wanted to go, too. <laughs> Ken Dodd's dad's dog's dead. <laughs> Poor Ken. <laughs> I know. It's Ken a hard do- day for Ken's, him. Wait, say that again. Ken, da- Ken Dodd's dad's dog's dead. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Mary Mac's mother's making Mary Mac marry me. Mm. My mm-hmm. mother's making me marry Mary Mac. Will mm. I always be so merry when Mary's taking care of me? 
Will I always be so merry when I marry Mary Mac? See, someone's not in their right minds. No. That's just like overboard there, right? Okay. Um, here's the hardest one. Yeah. This is what uh, I have understood. It's the hardest tongue twister of oh, okay, all time. Okay, good. Very nice. Go for it. Are you ready? The sixth sick sheik's sixth sheep's sick. Mm-hmm. Can you do that one? Uh, no. Do you know that one? I, I have heard that one. The uh, sixth sick sheik's sixth sheep's sick. Mm. That's pretty rough. Anyway, happy National Tongue Twister happy Day. Happy National uh, Tongue Twister Day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder, you know, like, are they, I wonder if they're like, you know, tongue twisters, for, like for certain families, they become sort of like a, a game, right? If, if your father, I, I would imagine like- Some weird family. No, no, like my friend Don Wadsworth, who is, you know, a voice and speech professional, now at Carnegie Mellon University. Yeah. You know, he's made his career. Now, our friend Darren Elliker, there is something about speech. Some people have a, a such a, a very profound and- um, a precise uh, a need for speech that you would think that people would embrace that. I mean, it's kind of like Doctor Doolittle in a way, right? I don't know who Doctor Doolittle is. I'm sorry, not Doctor. Well, My Fair Lady, not Doctor. Oh, Doolittle. Uh, right. I can't think of what his name was. In Henry there. Higgins. Henry Higgins. Yes. Right. There are people that you know are lean into that. Right. Enunciation. Every... Yes. Pronunciation. Enunciation. All right, so moving on from that, happy that it's a football night in Pittsburgh. Yeah. At the end of today's program at 5.50, we'll talk about our picks from Friday. We'll see how they turned out. Do you also, have any, uh, what's, your, what's your meal? Uh, for tonight, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped at the store on my way here. And? And I got something that's not going to sound very exciting to anybody. But you, it will, you'll like it in your I household. will like it. And, and your you're husband? Gonna, see, I don't even want to talk about it because you guys are going to make fun of me. Because you know so what? Funny. I want to stop at the store on the way home and grab myself okay. a few snacks. Okay. Like, I, like I haven't had a bag of chips for a while. Yeah, so it's, my, it's tonight's so night. So like, this would be a good night for a bag of chips. Okay. Do you want to know what I got? Don't say like what. It's hey. gonna, it's, you're going to. All right. So Black what, we're, what we're having, we're having scrambled eggs with cheddar cheese tonight, oh. chives on top, and I got nice greens for a salad on the side. Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> You guys are going full throttle at the household. I mean, who doesn't like chives and scrambled eggs? You're crazy. Stop it. I can't believe they're doing that at the Edmonds household. I mean, some people, I mean, that's like, how do you hold it together? That's rough. You asked me what I got, and I'm telling you. Christy, uh, for this evening, snacks planned in your household. Um, I have some leftover Italian wedding soup. That's that's Ooh, just going to okay. be what I have. Whoa! Again, a whole leftover wedding soup. I need... Listen, I had to cancel my grocery order yesterday. Why is that? There was nobody to do the shopping. And what then, do you mean? So, like, I I do grocery pickup, so they they have to shop for me. Yeah. What? And there I've was nobody to do. Oh, it's the best. I've never once done that. Is that Instacart? Yeah, but there was nobody to shop for me. So. And you've forgotten how to shop on your own. So what? You didn't go to the store yourself? No, because I went to church and I was trying to like pick it up on my way home. Right. And then I was going to my parents. See, so so good. my whole day was just ruined. Shop because yeah, of so you have no snacks for tonight either. I have nothing. Well, okay. stop on the way home. Okay. What time's kickoff? Uh, 8.15. Plenty of time. John, snacks for tonight. I'm doing, I'm t- the aforementioned, here, here's the problem. Once you hit the chip aisle, then it's carnage. Okay. Do you feel like you're going barbecue Fritos? <sighs> 
I thought about that. You know, that may be a game time decision. Okay. Now I want I want you to know I was thinking ahead when I was at Trader Joe's last week, and you're going to make fun of me again. Uh-oh. But I did get these soy and flaxseed chips oh, from Trader Joe's, which are delicious. You should be ashamed of they yourself. They are delicious. Seriously, they are soy so good. And, no, they're not. Yeah. That's ridiculous. They are good. Anyone who would say soy and flaxseed <laughs> chips are good, they don't belong in the same sentence. I seriously feel bad. I do. I, I am you should fine not. with it. It is you get a soy little bit of nutrition and, and a lot of salt. And what's bad about that? Everything. Soy and flaxseed chip sound just sad. It should be womp womp womp. It should be that sign. All the go get some Fritos, please, or some Cheetos. Mm-hmm. It's just something. You think? I know. I do have Oreos that are hiding. There out you in go. The okay, that's fine. Then that wash the soy and flaxseed down with about eight Oreos. Eight. Eight. If you start out with the Oreos, you got to go fifteen or more. Okay, fine. I just feel like you do. I was trying to be gentle with you after the soy and flaxseed. Holy smokes! We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. There's more bad news for President Biden in a new national poll from USA Today and Suffolk University. The poll shows a 38% approval rating for the president and just 28% job approval for Vice President Harris. 44% of independents say Mr. Biden has done worse than they expected. And so do 16% of those who voted for him. The USA Today Suffolk University survey also finds that more than a quarter of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run for re-election. Greg Clugston, the White House. Starting today, anyone going to a shopping mall, theater, or gym in Los Angeles must verify they're vaccinated. The mandate among the strictest in the country requires proof of shots for everyone entering a wide variety of businesses in that city. On Wall Street, stocks higher, the Dow up 94 points, and the Nasdaq 42 points. In the positive territory, this is SRN News. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks, so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcast, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. 
The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Hi. This is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. Clear to partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. A great night for the Steelers to take on the Chicago Bears at Heinz Field, below 42. Mostly sunny and mild tomorrow. A great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high, 64. Wednesday, as we hit the middle of the week, we'll see partly sunny skies. Another pleasant day on tap with a high of 61. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Seriously, that is a sorry sight. It that is. That is sad. We just looked out the window yep. here during the top of the hour break. The sun is setting. It is tragic. It's a what? A 5.04, and official sunset is at 5.08. So, listen, plunging the re- in the darkness. <laughs> Plunging, I would say. When you work till 6, 6.30, whatever it is, 6.45, at this time of year, it's just dark, dark, mm, dark. It is, yeah. That's all it is. And you and I get like really crabby about it. <laughs> okay, but I Put brought this there. to cheer you up, John. You I was going to wear it. You brought me a hoodie. I, I, no, I don't want to give it to you because it's I, I love it so much. Oh, but I wanted small. to wear my football gear because it's a football night in Pittsburgh. And I feel extremely positive about tonight's matchup with the Chicago Bears. How are the Bears? They stink. Oh, good. I feel good about them, too. Now, look, we've got a friend from Chicago who, you know, texts us earlier, tries to harass us a little bit. Yeah. Which I felt bad because as much of his love is for the Bears, he did not know that Mike Ditka is about two miles away from us here. Can you believe that? Born in Carnegie, PA. Ridiculous. The epitome of 80s the Bears. Right. And also proprietor of a fine chain of restaurants as well, I might add. I haven't been to Ditka's in years. We used to go there all the time. Phenomenal. Isn't oh. it the best? Yeah. It's like five minutes for me. Is and it? let me tell the you best. right now that for years they had the best turkey burger in history. <laughs> it was del- soy. It I'm wasn't gonna, soy. It's all that same stuff. It was tur- it's not the same. It's soy is not turkey. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, it was it was his favorite. 
Ditkiss. Yeah. It was, Coach's favorite is what it said on the really? menu. And you know what I loved about it? It was <laughs> super hot. Like there were chilies in it or something. It was... And then one day it just disappeared in the menu. Yeah, they came to their senses. I couldn't believe it. You know, remember well, that time we went out? Yeah, I, I you're going to bring that up. I do. I'll yeah. tell that story to the people. Would okay, you? yeah. So um, our boss invited us to dinner or to lunch. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's go. We'll go to Ditka's and have a nice lunch, which was great. I mean, it doesn't happen that often. Even more rare, you know, essentially now. So we were like, hey, we'd love to go. So you and I and management, just the three of us, mm-hmm. went out for a nice lunch. Mm-hmm. So you, waitress came. You go. I'll do the turkey burger. I was like, oh, that's fabulous. But the boss said, management said, you know, I think I'd like to have a steak for lunch. <laughs> like I'm going to go, oh, gee, not me. If management's doing the steak, Johnny's jumping on those coattails. Uh-huh. So we did a steak, management and I, and you did the aforementioned turkey burger. The bill came, and of course, management's footing the bill. What was the sum total of that bill? Uh, the sum total of the bill was one hundred and fifty nine dollars, mm-hmm. and my turkey burger was seven ninety five. Good for you. See, look, always consciously minding, thinking uh, about the huh. good of the corporation. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had myself a nice steak, for, <laughs> and someone paid for it. I mean, that's like the ultimate lunch, is it not? It was. Uh, m- mine was ultimate. It was a delicious, delicious lunch. <laughs> Yeah, that's how the rolls. Anyway, um, okay, so so okay, Go. so the, the game time is eight fifteen tonight. Uh, Christy has no snacks. Mm. You have not purchased your snacks yet. I feel very excited about what I have, even if you did mock me. Um, are so. eggs snacks? I think. Well, that's dinner, really. What? Eggs are not no. snacks. What's well, not a you're, snack? You're on the same boat as me. We don't have snacks. Have no we snack. have dinner. No, she's got the soy we, thing. It's too bad we don't live closer. We could have a good time. As it is, we're on different sides of the city, and it's really, I think you should reconsider. I really do. Do you have any leftover Halloween candy that you would fill in as a snack? No, I had had seven pieces left. Oh, you do? My mom hooked me up yesterday with sweet tarts. Very nice. Sweet tart heaven. You love your sweet tarts. I do. My mom bought me some. But no Smarties, because you don't like those. Nope. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, the very worst, I hope some people have some leftover Halloween candy, right? Or some popcorn. Popcorn always comes in handy. If you got nothing in there, right? Popcorn. Popcorn is always mm-hmm. an appropriate snack, especially because I have, as beverage options, vanilla Coke, yeah. Arnold Palmer, oh. and I have apple cider from Sorgos. Oh, you're living large then. If you, if you got popcorn and apple cider, I, that, that's an appropriate snack. I think it's going to be great. All right. Yeah, yesterday was my wife's birthday, and um, we had some snacks for the wife's, my wife's birthday. Yeah. Which... Sort of like bleeding over into the Sealer game as well. So, but I am still going to try to get to the uh, the Giant Eagle and do some uh, some barbecued Fritos and a bag of chips. I have. I don't think I've ever tasted barbecued Fritos. I've had Fritos a lot. I've no. I don't think I've ever had. Bar- are they really delicious? Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, they're bomb. Yeah, they are delicious. Mm-hmm. Along with some dip. How about the honey? Uh, they're just okay. The honey Fritos. I'm not particularly. My kids like those honey Fritos. Yeah, I don't know. Some kind of like honey. Blah blah blah. Huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like I should have gotten one of those when I was at the store. We're only like two minutes away from a giant eagle. Yeah, but I was already at the store today. Do I need to go twice? She's not going ever, and I'm going to go twice. What's the Instacart thing? Well, you don't even have to use Instacart. You can just go online and order your giant eagle groceries and just have someone shop for you. You've never say, done that. Never once. You've never done that. That seems really excessive to me. Really, it does. If I had a knee injury, Maybe. But otherwise, I'm not doing it. Why do I want somebody to shop for me? I'm a, a able-bodied, willing to go out and you know face the crowds. Uh, unless I'm really you know injured or infirm, 
You're what? providing a job for someone else, John. <laughs> That's the problem, right? We need people like in the factories, and all of a sudden we get people in the grocery aisles bitten what, apple juice. What? I mean, where, whatever it takes. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, we had a, wait, wait, I want to say one thing. We had a guy on, on a show with us last week. Mm-hmm. He was picking up his microphone and moving it around like it was like a pipe holder or something. He was moving like over here and coming yeah, over. Yeah, because there. you know he's what an old heck? radio guy. He's used to the, I'm like, what he's the, used heck to the you know, the... the heck's he doing there? All of a sudden he's like, you know, the Beatles at Shea Stadium or something. I want to hold your hand. It was weird. It was very strange. Uh, he was fine with I it. I liked it, though. I just it, tried to get out of the way. Mimicate as well. Anyway, coming up next, we're going to talk to a local man yeah. written up. There's a profile piece about him. The doctor. In the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. The doctor. The doctor's in, John. Mm-hmm. Dr. Bob Lipinski and his wife, Susan, they got a story to tell. I hope they're uh, wearing Steeler gear. Find out next. Stick around. 101.5 WORD. Once I figured out, you know, it was a little boy, then I heard his heartbeat like I just cried. You guys helped me make my mind up. You've heard that seeing is believing. That's certainly true when it comes to pregnancies. It's been shown that abortion-minded women who see their babies on an ultrasound are likely to have that baby. Today, you can provide a free ultrasound for a pregnant woman for just $28, the cost to save the life of a baby. So whether you want to save one or five or hundreds of babies, Word FM and Preborn are here to help. Call today, 833-850-BABY, or go to wordfm.com. Now that the pumpkins are almost gone, do you know what time it is? It's time to talk turkey. At the Springhouse in 84, we really do like to enjoy one holiday at a time, but our customers are calling now. Now to talk about Thanksgiving turkeys. For 20 years, we've been selling fresh turkeys raised by a friend who is a big turkey farmer who really knows how to raise turkeys. I grew up on a farm where we raised, dressed, and sold turkeys, and I do feel we know what a good turkey should look like. First of all, it should be fresh. That's when it's at its very best quality, not frozen. It should be meaty and broad-breasted, and it should be cleaned to perfection. We're really fussy about selling only the best at the Springhouse, and we do believe our turkeys are the best. Call 228-3339 now to order yours. And don't forget to order buns, casseroles, and most of all, pumpkin pies. Let us help you make your Thanksgiving really delicious. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. 
I don't know about you, but I love to hear people's stories about how they came to Christ. It's it's fascinating. And oftentimes people kind of go, well, I, we don't have much of a story to tell. It's not that dramatic. Well, we've got the opposite of that today. Dr. Bob Lipinski is with us, and uh, his story is pretty amazing. His wife Susan is with him as well. And uh, we saw an article uh, last week. Chris Mamula in the Post-Gazette uh, interviewed Dr. Bob, and I thought, well, we got to have this on, on air because, Bob, uh, Susan, welcome to the show. It's just really, really uh, so excited to have you with us here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our good, pleasure. It's good to be here. Okay, Bob, uh, in in the article that uh, the, I just mentioned here, mm-hmm. you, you tell a story where um, you were, you know, just to, for lack of a better word, you were, you know, I can say this on the air, you were a bit of a hellraiser, right? I, I, yeah, big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So go back and tell us your story. Uh, you know, as a young boy, what was life like for you? Well, originally I was born in Millville, I believe, and I lived on a farm down there. It wasn't a big farm. It was like three acres, I think. Yeah. And Move uh, a little closer to the mic, Bob, so we can hear you better. Okay. And, uh, yeah, right in Millville and uh, right above the football field, we okay. had a farm. And uh, that's where I sort of grew up till probably – I think seven, eight or so. Then we moved out of the Solda farm and moved to Shaler Township. And we moved quite a few times after that for a while till we got up into, well, another part of Shaler, really, up in, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, right off of Babcock Boulevard. And uh, lived there till I grew up a bit. You know? yeah. So when did the hell raising start? <laughs> well, it actually started when I was about eleven a bit because we had uh, we had pear trees in our yard and a neighbor knew how to make wine, so my dad and him got together and made wine. Well, me and his son, <laughs> we would get into the wine. <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, we're pretty good back then, you know. Yeah, sure. Just, yeah, all things considered. But then you were off to the races. But there was something about you as a kid, right? That, that you you wanted to find trouble. Well, it seemed like it. Yeah, it, uh, I don't know. We used to play with BB guns, a bunch of us, and shoot one another with them in the woods. And I hit a friend right in the eye. I thought he knocked his eye out, but Good I gravy. didn't. <laughs> okay, so then eighth grade, you were like, I'm done with my formal education. I'm going to quit school. And your your mom and dad said okay. Yeah, they did. They didn't They didn't give me any problem, you know, because I really, you know, I went to ninth grade, but I went there to sleep. Yeah. You know, and I worked with my brother and brother-in-law. I had a garage. I start fixing cars. But that was your gift, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, been doing that ever since. You know, it's uh, just mushroomed and <laughs> grew into a couple other businesses. My brother picked up in, and we did fix cars all the time. A lot of automatic transmissions. I see stuff like that. And then they would uh, like to go to the bar after work, and I would be with them. Sure. So I'd. Sort of helped myself to their drinks after we were there for a little while. As a kid, even still as a kid. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Pretty young. I think it's pretty common, or at least the story was pretty common, right? I mean, now, yep. of course, there's structures in place that, you know, kids can't walk into a bar. Right. But in the old days, if you looked old enough, you could drink freely. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually did that later on. You know, I was 16, 17. Yeah. I grew a beard and everything. And, and could, passed for it. Yeah. And no one even cared. No. You'd just go anywhere. <laughs> okay, so then in the article, it's fascinating because you talk about a couple of things. At one point, you know, you found yourself in a bar dancing with, of all people, Diana Ross. Yes. <laughs> Tell us that story. Well, we just, a bunch of us went down McKee's Rocks, a club down there, and they were playing down there. And 
I don't know how it happened, but I was drinking again, you yep. know, already, and just went up and started dancing around her, and we danced a little bit. What was she there for, do you she know? She was saying. Really? They, were gonna, they were doing a show. And how long ago was this? What year? Oh, geez. 60s, God. 70s, you think? Hmm, let's see. Uh, yeah, probably in the 60s sometime, uh-huh. I would think. She was a, she was a star, though, wasn't she? That's a real, yeah. She a star. She's yeah. one of the biggest stars America's ever had, and you got to dance with her, Bob. What the heck? <laughs> I know. It was I like... mean, holy cow. <laughs> okay, so, ta- so talk about the role that... that uh, alcohol had in your life while this was all going on. Alcohol? Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was everything, right. wasn't it? Yeah, it it, uh, it helped a lot, yeah. <laughs> it seemed like it did, you know what I mean? Until it didn't. It, well, it, yeah, it went for a long time before that happened because I got into a lot of other stuff, you know, besides I sure. didn't mess with the, you named the drugs. I, pretty, I never put a needle in my arm. I didn't want to do that. But I did everything else pretty much. And and I think the story is not an unusual story, right? Right. I mean, a lot of guys, even to this day. Yeah. But you're one of the fortunate ones in that you made it out alive, Bob. I know. I know. It's it's a miracle. (laughs) It really is because I was riding motorcycles a lot doing that, too. Right. And I wrecked a few. (laughs) So you were drunk, high, and on a motorcycle. Well, I never got... To where a point where I, well, no, that's not true. One time I did get out of line and didn't remember riding a motorcycle, but I got to where I was going. And I, I, I pretty much was pretty bad at the bar. I was ripping shirts off people and stuff, you know, in a, a biker bar. <laughs> I was both, out of control. You're not a young man. I know. Well, I was, what? I was probably in my 30s or 40s, maybe. Yeah. Probably more like 40s. But, yeah, it was crazy. But it was in a bar you could go and carry on. (laughs) So what about that? I mean, did you ever kind of go, I know I'm crazy. This this has got to end somehow. I'm going to kill myself, somebody that I love. I mean, you know, you said you, you know, in the article I read about you, you've been married, divorced. Mm -hmm. You were generally pretty much like a lot of guys who do those kind of things, a chaos machine. Yeah, yeah, like a bomb, but, you know. But I put up with it and uh, did it for quite a while. You know, it was it was. I don't know how to how to put it exactly, but it just was your life. It was my life. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, uh, when, why did it change? Well, I was ready to do suicide. Really, my second marriage was going down the tubes. Uh, I uh, bought a bunch of stuff up, drugs and booze and went to my trailer in Freeport and figure I'm just going to shoot myself, get out of this, I'm done with it. So that's what I started to do. I partied, partied with myself and then I decided time to load the gun and do it. And I sat down on the bed, got the gun loaded, TV sitting on right across from me. Uh, I start watching it. 700 Club, Pat Robinson. Really? I start watching it and I watched it for a while and then I talked about praying and stuff i prayed with him the sinner's prayer and asked jesus to take control (laughs) and he did i set the gun down uh (laughs) went to bed and then woke up in the morning and uh my second wife called me up it was uh on a sunday morning and uh we're talking a little bit and she was in a rehab and uh, we're talking a little bit, and she says, uh, what's what's up with you? I said, what do you mean? 
She says, you're not swearing. <laughs> and then I told her what happened. I says, well, I, I did this prayer and uh, stuff like that. I told her a little bit. She says, oh, you, you're born again, she said. I says, oh, is that what that is? <laughs> you know? Really? That's yeah, the first time you heard it, that. that. Yeah, and that ended it. That was the end of it. It all ended that night. That night, you that, became a different person. Yes. Wait. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. So, really. so so you pray the prayer with Pat Robertson via TV. Uh-huh. You go to bed. You yep. wake up in the morning, and it's over. Yes, and I thought, I'd, when I woke up at first, I thought I'd have a big hat, you know, hangover-like, but I didn't feel nothing. I felt great. It was like, never happened. Like, it never happened, all the drinking and at the night before. But I did feel good. How long ago was that? Oh, geez, that was in mm, early, late 80s, I believe. Okay. 88, 89, something like that, I think. Now, sitting next to you is Susan, your wife. She's my third wife. And Susan, so you've never seen Bob as a crazy person? No, no, I didn't. I've heard all the stories. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And how long have you been married? 21 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm just so amazed that you're... So what did your friends say, Bob? When I mean, the people you'd been partying with for decades. Well, they knew I did something, you know. They knew I did something because I'd quit going to the bars immediately, you know. And then it wasn't long down the road. I run into the, the sons of God, the motorcycle people. Yeah. And they were at the, uh, my daughter was going to church in Dorseyville Alliance, uh, right in Dorseyville. And uh, she got wind of me, you know, getting saved. And, well, she actually brought me a Bible to my house. First time you had a Bible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you hadn't, pre- previous to seeing Pat Robertson on TV that night, No, Bob, never before. You'd never thought about, had you thought about God? Had you... No, I didn't. I, anything I did with God, I, like I, I was sort of a Catholic, I guess you'd say. I'd go to weddings, I'd go to funerals, take a basket, would take a basket, get it blessed with mm-hmm. oil, or no, they watered it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> for uh, you know Easter, that, that was about the extent of it. Yeah. Wow. That's a great story. It's an amazing story. We're talking to Bob Lipinski. There's a profile written about him by Chris Mamula in uh, the November 1st PG. So you and Susan now, married 21 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You operate a business. Uh, you're a car guy still at this age. Yeah. How, yep. how old are you now? I'll be 81 in February. Hey, wow. fabulous. You look terrific. You do look terrific. Yeah, God is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is good. Yeah. I didn't think I'd ever make anywhere near this. <laughs> no, yeah. Had you known, right? I mean, you're still standing. No, I had no idea, you know, but the way I was, I figured I probably ain't going to see 40, you know, because right, right. I was really on a crate. I rode fast all the time huh. when I rode the bikes, you know. Are you done with the bikes? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> what are you riding? Actually, uh, we got a 1100 Kawasaki. Uh huh. I know that. And uh, it's a big beast. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like to go fast. I still do. It's tough. Susan, are you going with him on a bike? Oh yeah. Well, we actually both had a bike. Yeah. yeah. We both had 1100 Kawas, the same bike. Those yep. are big bikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was heavy. I can't do it now. It's just I don't have the strength anymore. Yeah, but yeah. I do like to ride myself. But um, we met. And uh, we met, well, we were both in motorcycle ministry. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was with the Sons of God, and I was with the CMA, the Christian Motorcycle Association. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and we met in church, but we were doing both Christian biker ministry. So the Lord put us together. Yeah. 
Because I, I really wasn't interested in him. As a matter of fact, <laughs> his son was into racing at Lernerville Raceway in yeah. Starbuck. And uh, he said, do you want to go to the racetrack with me? I said, okay, but it's not a date. So we <laughs> joked that our first date was not a date. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. 21 yep. years later, it seems to pan out pretty well. Yeah. That's fabulous. So, yep. We waited two years because I said, okay, I'm patient. I'll just do what, do what God wants me to do here. And I was doing that. We did some, you know, we did some stuff together and sure. rode motorcycles a lot everywhere. Went to different functions, you know, with the, the bikers, the outlaw bikers, and that. And, you know, you, it was it was really interesting. It was it was it was just filled. Yeah, for yeah, I can't say the word. Fulfilled my life like oh yeah, yeah. sure did a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how'd you get the nickname Doctor Bob? Well, when I fixed cars for a long time, I, I got that name. I picked it up. You know, is a car car doctor. You know, yeah. And then when I got saved, I uh, said, "Huh, I can use this another way." I, I said, "Tell people well." They said, uh, "Ask that question too." I said, "Well, being I'm a car doctor, I'm a heart doctor too, and I'll pray for you to receive a new heart from God." You know, <laughs> just like, like it happened to you. Yeah, yeah. What a great story. Yeah. Well, all right, Bob. So- Last question I have: What about the friends that you partied with? Um, you said that they knew something happened to you. Yeah. Did you keep those relationships with those I people? Know, yeah, I pretty well. I know they. I know them all. You know, yeah. they're still all around. I prayed with a few of them and got a, got them to join me. You yeah. know, you know, God used me a lot that way. Still does. What's I mean, interesting is you seem like such an affable guy, right? And, you know, it, it sort of belies the fact that, you know, in the chaos of alcohol and drugs and doing just about anything, anywhere, anytime. At high mm-hmm. speed. Right. It, it, it would make you, I would think, you know, the the energy would sort of tra- be transformative to the opposite way. Like, you know, anger and rage to some mm-hmm. degree. But it doesn't seem like you possessed any of that ever in your life. Well, I did. I had it. I I fought a lot, a lot of fist fights. I did. I loved the fight. I at one point I I wish I could have got with with Cassius Clay without gloves, huh. <laughs> but you know I would have done it probably. Right, right. But, <laughs> but praise I God! I mean, look, you're, yeah. you're just a, a new creation in Christ. A- Amen. You got that right. <laughs> wow. So, looking back, can you imagine what your life would have been if I've, you wouldn't have met God that night? Well, I probably wouldn't be here because I would have shot myself. Yeah. I would have been gone. Uh, you know, and I was right around 50 when that happened. So here you are, 31 years plus, right? And Amen. And going strong. Yeah. And and Susan, it's been a journey for you as well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, at one point, I um, had considered suicide myself. because yeah. Before you met Bob? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this was before. Because um, my first marriage, I was just, my husband left, I was devastated. And, uh, you know, I considered driving my car off the Freeport Bridge. <laughs> but I didn't. And I just said to the Lord, well, it's either that or you. And fortunately, I chose <laughs> him. I mean, when the two of you compare your stories, mm-hmm. I mean. Very similar. <laughs> that God's working, right? I mean, it, what's interesting is that when you look at Christianity today, especially from a secular viewpoint, you know, uh, people hear hear these stories. I mean, you're obviously living proof of God's movement in your life. I mean, you, it's undeniable, right? You are That's new right. creation. You are new people here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and people would, you know, kind of poo-poo this and go, oh, that's just, you know, that's made up. That's not, no, how can that even be? No, it's you, you don't make it up. It's God's thing. 
and when when you join God, you're you're set. If you if you're true with you know doing what God wants, it it's really good. It really is. It's it's very fulfilling, and mm. uh, you know, it's just nice. <laughs> it's just nice. And we get along well. I mean, we have our disagreements here yeah, and there, but life. who don't? Right? Who doesn't? Right? Everybody, you know. But yeah, and uh, it uh, quite quite a good life now. Quite a good life. It's so nice to meet both of you. Yeah, Bob. Oh, thank yes, you. thanks for coming in. <laughs> thank uh, you. And thanks to Chris Mamula for writing this great piece. Yeah, as an encouragement to anybody yes. who's listening right now to think, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm going to end things. Right. Or I'm just God can never love me, or I'm just too evil or angry or whatnot. You're living proof of, of God's faithfulness. I sure am. Amen. Both of us are. We are. And uh, I I just pray for people to just come and talk. And, you know, and that's what's nice about our business. I can do that work in my, for myself. People come and we talk about God and stuff like that because we sort of get them in the corner when we're <laughs> – <laughs> There'd be a time you wouldn't want to get in the corner with Bob Lipinski, That's would you? For sure. <laughs> Bob, right. give, your, give your business a plug. If people want to stop by and say, hey. Yeah, well, they can, yeah. You know, what you? people do. We're in right, we're right on uh, Sandy Hill Road, and uh, like I said, it's right around Saxonburg, right off okay. of 228 in Saxonburg. Very it's, nice. Uh, yeah, just short of it a little bit. Well, thanks for stopping by. It's Bob yeah. Lipinski and his wife, Susan. Thanks for being thanks. here. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Our pleasure. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Uh, Does this make sense? Does this make sense? That's straight ahead. You're listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, 101.5 Word FM, WORD. Should I refinance or should I just ignore all these annoying commercials? Here's Uncle Ryan. I think of one friend in particular. He refinanced maybe three or four years ago. He got a very good interest rate at the time. And he's like, should I do it again? I don't want to be bothered with the hassle. And I looked into it. He originally, three or four years ago, did a 30-year loan. And with rates coming down over the last couple of years, we actually ended up putting him into a 20-year term. He cut about six or seven years off his mortgage. And his payments stayed identical. Over the long haul, he's saving tens of thousands of dollars. And is it worth it? The answer is every single situation is different. So it's definitely worth it to look into, even if you have refinanced recently. Not only that, it might only take you personally an hour or two worth of work throughout the entire process. And we handle everything else. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Is something missing in your life? There might just be an empty space that only Jesus Christ can fill. 
Join us for what God is doing at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. By the way, getting here for Sunday worship at 1045 isn't so hard. Parking is available at the Mellon Square Garage or the garages on Oliver Avenue behind the church. Come for worship, then stay and get to know downtown. God has blessed us to bless this great city. Are you interested in helping people with addiction? Do you want to help others through private practice counseling? Waynesburg University offers a 100% online Master of Arts in Counseling degree, as well as a Ph.D. in Counselor Education and Supervision. Visit waynesburg.edu. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Clear to partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. A great night for the Steelers to take on the Chicago Bears at Heinz Field below 42. Mostly sunny and mild tomorrow. A great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high 64. Wednesday, as we hit the middle of the week, we'll see partly sunny skies. Another pleasant day on tap of the high of 61. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. She's nine years old with curly brown hair. She watches out her window, just waiting for a family to love her. Maybe you're the one called to adopt her. Or maybe you aren't. Maybe you're the one called to help the family who does. Adopting is a tough time of transition and sometimes trauma. But there are ways you can help. Do yard work, cook some meals, or help around the house. Offer mom and dad a date night. Maybe you can be a mentor or friend to the newly adopted child. Just some ideas to get you started. Maybe you aren't called to adopt, but you can help those who do. Pray and see what God shows you. You could be part of adoption in a whole new way. Go to icareaboutorphans.org for more ideas. icareaboutorphans.org. A message from Focus on the Family. Kids. Oh, next. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? The watch. The watch? Mm-hmm. Like a wristwatch? Wristwatch. In the era of smartphones, where the time is always like at your... And the very particular time yeah. is at your disposal... It's all over your computer. It's all over your iPad. Right. It's all over anything. My kid bought a an Apple Watch. Oh, there you go. Okay. She got an Apple Watch. But I don't mean an Apple Watch. You mean just a regular wrist I mean watch. a wrist watch. I don't mean an Apple Watch. I should have specified okay. a non-Apple Watch. Well, I want it to make sense because I like the idea of a, something beautiful. And many watches, and you don't have to spend a lot of money to have something beautiful on your wrist. Mm-hmm. It always felt good. Like that was a, like an extension in some way of your personality. I've got something beautiful, and I'd see the time immediately. Now, I haven't, had a, I haven't worn a wristwatch for easily 20 years. Wow. I haven't worn one since COVID. Okay. I always wore one. But I haven't picked it up again, which is why I'm asking the question, John. Does the wristwatch? No. no? It doesn't it make, does sense. make sense. Aesthetically, yes, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Practic- well, aesthetically matters. Well, just as a practical matter, it doesn't make any sense at all. I could care less about having a wristwatch. I'll probably never wear one again. 
I believe you're wrong, John. Okay. And I indict myself, having not worn a wristwatch since COVID began. I believe a wristwatch makes perfect sense. I believe that having something that's simple, straightforward, and beautiful can only improve life. You mean like your phone? It's not really beautiful. Uh, yes, it's very beautiful. It's know. stunningly beautiful. We've, gr- we've grown coarse against it because we've forgotten how incredibly complex and gorgeous the technology is. Your phone's gorgeous. This isn't are we ungrateful. It's okay. does this make sense. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're saying oh, a watch makes sense. I yes. just think it does make sense. Okay, does this make sense? Hand and or face cream. Oh, you mean like the hand lotion, like you're going to keep in maybe your office drawer, you're yep. going to pull it out. Or it's you're in gonna... your bathroom counter. Sure. Mm-hmm. This is the season. You know, once yeah. the heat goes on, the temperatures dip down, you know, I start, I like it. Now, growing up with five sisters, I always had like this bouquet of hand cream available <laughs> to me. Can you imagine, John? A bouquet, oh, let me with try all the this. options. I'll try this for a little bit. But now, you know, just regular. You're, I like it. But it's kind of weird. I, I find myself putting it on, I kind of go... Do a lot of people do this? Do like guys use hand cream or face cream? Uh, it makes sense to me because I don't want to have like that cracked old crusty yes, it does. lobster yes, kind of it thing does. going on. All the, all the day long. I mean, a lot of guys don't use it. Well, those guys think, are wrong, John. Your husband? Is he Absolutely. Himself? Okay, good. All right. So I would say hand cream, face cream makes sense. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes update. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes update, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with a promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with a promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with a promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to MyPillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800 800- Three nine one zero nine five four for the best deal on my pillow. I'm Pastor Bill Brainsma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church in Forest Hills. Have you ever thought about the work of Jesus Christ in salvation? There is much He has done to deliver sinners from their sin and make them into the people of God's kingdom in this world. I would like to pursue that subject in the next several broadcasts, beginning with the work of Christ in our regeneration. Regeneration is the initial work of Christ in the heart of a person he saves. This biblical word simply means to be born again. Jesus speaks of this work to a man named Nicodemus in John 3, verse 3. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There are several truths that become clear in these few words of Jesus. We hope to explore these in the next several broadcasts. In the meantime... 
be sure to check out our website at prcpittsburgh.org. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great looking videos for your social media, podcast, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. I was out on Saturday afternoon running a few errands, and uh, I ran into a friend of mine, a buddy of mine that I hadn't seen for a while. We were on the same street together walking towards each other. I was like, hey, man. And he said to me, hey, it's good to see you. Are you cool if I give you a hug? And I I was like, yeah, yeah, come here. Which really sort of... After the fact, I thought about it. I mean, I was a little surprised at first that someone said, can I hug you? (laughs) But I get it. There is this sort of awkwardness, even still, deep into the pandemic, that we're still trying to figure out our social cues of what is allowable, first for ourselves and our families, and then in our social circles, or, you know, friends old and new. So a buddy of mine is asking me for permission to give me a hug. Where in the past you just go, hey man, and you know, you you hug each other. How about the idea of a a handshake? I mean, you know, here in the studio, people come in, we haven't seen or brand new people. And now, you know, I never thought about shaking somebody's hand that much before, you know, just the, uh, the mechanics of it all. Now I'm conscious, deeply conscious of it. People will tend to give you the fist bump instead of a handshake. Right. And so we've reached this whole horizon of what is socially acceptable. And in, in some ways, I hate to say it, it involves your worldview, your Christian worldview, and your politics. Oh, spare me. It's true, spare isn't it? Spare me. In today's Wall Street Journal, there's an article called Don't Be That Awkward Colleague, A Guide to Office Etiquette, which is what got John and I thinking about this subject. And it talks about how people are coming back into the office, especially over the last six to eight weeks. Aren't you thinking, already back? I mean, who's yeah, coming back now? It's late. No, there are a lot of people that are, that are coming back still, recently, still. which is why they wrote the article. And so they said that we're back in the office, but maybe our social skills stayed at home. We don't really remember. If you haven't been interacting with people, you forget how. It's like any muscle. Right? You don't use it, you lose it. When do we come back? June. June. Yeah, second week in June. So according to the Wall Street Journal, the article by Rachel Feinzig, she said uh, the first thing is don't assume somebody wants a hug. (laughs) Okay, so there's my buddy. He's ahead of the curve. Don't assume. assume. Do not assume that. We met people for lunch last week. They were strangers to us. Mm -hmm. When we were leaving, we were hugging. Heck, I was kissing. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a kisser. That's just, I, I don't even right. think you about it. You don't even think about it. If you go in for a handshake, says the Wall Street Journal, and the other person pulls back, apologize. Explain you didn't mean to make them feel uncomfortable. Right. Another option is you could say that, I'm sorry, this is awkward. Like, I, I, I'm not sure how to do this. Instead of just deciding on a course of action, you can kind of include the other people. Wait, I'm going to throw my awkwardness making. out there and now we have to discuss I'm my awkwardness? I'm just saying that's, that, that's one of the things this time. Okay. What about... Being in an office and asking someone to put on a mask. Um, We've had to do that here in the studio. 
Yeah, we've had to ask. I mean, look, well, we're in a in a tight little space here. I mean, this is a, you know, it's not that big of a room. So and it's pretty much airtight. Well, look, so. we just had Bob and Susan in here. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask anything about a mask. No, but anything. in the past, we have asked people to put on. Well, that's that. why I asked. We've been here since June, right. so I kind of feel mm-hmm. like all bets are off at this point. You're coming in here. Um, you know, I'm shotted up, and that's just how it is. That's okay, how I but, feel. But in the article goes on to say that when you're talking about masking, you don't want to give the person a, a the feeling that you look at them as quote the germy one, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I'd like you to put on a mask because you don't look the clean. germy one. I don't know what do you, would you feel. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Are you going to ask somebody to put a mask no, on? I would not do that. That's too awkward. Even if I should, no, I, I probably should. Okay, so here. What? So That's crazy. Now the, it goes on to say, yes, mm-hmm. you can go further and ask a coworker if they're vaccinated. Okay? I'm not even doing it's that. It's not like a HIPAA violation. Um, more complicated is when an employee asks a manager about a colleague's vaccination status. Mm, oh, so boy, I'm going to ask boy. our boss if you've had a shot. Mm-tweet. Okay. Um, so, come on. It's like- yeah. Okay, so it it's a public health health crisis. The Wall Street Journal says. Um, so if you want to soften the approach, first ask for permission to ask them about it. Something like, "Hey, I'm curious. Are you willing to talk about your vaccination status?" Which you've done with people here in the studio. Uh, I have. You have. I have. Right. Stu- yeah. Well, because people were walking in off the street, and especially early on, I was like, yep. "I don't know. You're going to sit in this room with me. Uh, where are you?" Right. Okay. Here. Here's one other thing. Close talkers. Now, I, listen, before there was ever, before I ever was familiar with the word pandemic, oh, well, I people, could not stand, I can't stand close talking. Some people just do that. Okay. I don't know what that is. I, so if you do that, you should stop because it makes people like well, me some, very uncomfortable. <laughs> I just think that's just lack of awareness or I don't know what it is, but just some people are more predisposed to close talking. I, I just... I'll, if someone's close talking on me, I'm going to back up, aren't you? Yeah, and then they keep coming at me, John. Then I'm backing up again and backing up and back until my Listen, head's against Christy, the wall. Listen, you feel the same way, don't you? I feel the same way. They just keep coming closer and closer. Back up. Six feet. I mean, I, That's a psychological thing, I think, that the people are so engaged in the conversation. I, I kind of take it as, as weird as it is. I take it it's like kind of like a positive thing, that they want to be connected to you somehow so deeply okay. that they're willing to you know step in closer. Right. It doesn't make me you know shout for joy. He's like a, close a nicer talk. person than we no, are, I just, You're just trying to work it out, right? What am I going to do? Hey, would you back up? No, Did I wouldn't want to say that, but I but it is it is frustrating when you feel like you give social cues like that we're too close and I keep backing up and then they, you know. Well, you know who I am. I, I, I'm a toucher. Right. I'll touch your arm yep. as a means of a connection. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. that even means. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Well, you know, some people don't even like that. I'm, one time I touched the guy's arm, he was like, don't do that again. I was like, I thought he was going to punch me in the head. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to connect with you, my friend. And I wasn't even like trying to do, and of course, I got it right away. Yeah. Was it a bank teller? Were you like reaching no. through like the little vent thing? <laughs> like fat his arm? Hi. Hi, are you? Hi. I'm John. Is that what it was? I'm John. I want to you. I, no. I was just making conversation and I'm just making, I don't know. It's, it's complex. Human interaction is very complex. It's made 5,000 times more complex by this crazy thing we've been doing for the last forever and I'm ever. So, and it's I'm not going to so get any easier. It. It's not going to go away. It's, it's, it's not. It's, okay. 
I was looking at, I was. I think I told you about this today. I'm reading about chips, like I'm obsessed with, you know, chip manufacturing for cars. They're saying the chip thing is going to go on until 2024. Uh, I thought you were upset about potato chips. Well, concerned no, about what I am. You know, don't get me started on potato chips. Because I need a bag. Hit the button. Okay. Oh, we're getting out of here. Yeah, we're getting out of here. Okay. When, we, when we return. this bump. How, I don't want bump to. Bump it. Bump I don't want it. To. You're too close to me. Hey, put a mask Back on. Back it up. How do our picks from Friday turn out? We'll talk about Pitt and Duke, uh, the Wild at Pens. And I'll give you a chance to change your uh, vote for tonight if you feel like you need All right. to. Give me, a, give me a bump it. Come on. No. Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with the promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with the promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with the promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to MyPillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800-391-0954 for the best deal on MyPillow. This is an important message. Do you have an IRA, 401k, or retirement account worth more than $100,000? Your portfolio may qualify for an IRS tax loophole that allows you to own physical, precious metals inside of your retirement account. Want our free report that shows you how? We are WealthProtectionResearch.com, and we help investors connect with the top precious metal companies in America to own physical gold and silver inside their retirement account using this little-known but very powerful IRS loophole. To claim your free IRS loophole report today, just text the word GOLD to 48542. WealthProtectionResearch.com wants to get this information in in your hands now so that you can protect your hard-earned investments. Text G-O-L-D to 48542 to learn more. When you text the word GOLD to 48542, we'll send you a secure link to download our IRS loophole report to show you how to start protecting your wealth with precious metals. Don't wait. Text the word GOLD to 48542 now. Wealth Protection Research. Text GOLD to 48542. Hi, we're Katie and Ryland Weber, the founders of Convive Coffee. For more than five years, the heart of Convive has been to serve our community by sharing life and great coffee together. Sourcing beans from around the world, Convive coffee samples and roasts right here in Pittsburgh. Come visit your local Convive Cafe at Adam Shops in Mars, McCandless Crossing, and Butler Street in Lawrenceville. We hope to see you soon at Convive Coffee. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Football night in Pittsburgh. Steelers welcome the Chicago Bears uh, to Heinz Field tonight for an 815 kickoff. Is this our only Monday night appearance? I think so. 
Remember, that we sometimes we'd regularly appear three or four times, or a, between Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday right. night. There might be another night game. Okay, I just don't. I don't think it's on a Monday. I mean, you know, we're not we're not the sweethearts we once were. No, but I don't know what is happening in our division because every time I think that someone's going to take over, something ridiculous happens. I mean, Cincinnati ruined. Baltimore a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I couldn't believe what Cleveland did to them yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Crushed outrageous. Them. Yeah. So I don't I, I mean, I don't, all I can tell you is that the division is there for the taking. If the Steelers want it, they, I mean, they, this, this needs to be a win tonight. Next week needs to be a win. What are you hoping for? What's the best you hope for? For the season? Yeah. The best I hope for... Um... Twelve and five. No, I'm saying you're hoping for like you know, win the division, deep in the deep in the playoffs, win the division for sure. That's win the division for. and it's there. I mean, we we could win the division. We twelve and five. I mean, I think in the you earlier... said what's the best you can hope for. I'm telling you, that's what I'm hoping okay. for. I mean, but earlier on in the year we were going like oh, they'll be lucky to win three games. I never said that. I think I may have. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah, and now you're ahead in our picks, which is really frustrating. Ah, it's just, you know, I'm just a homer because yeah. I love them. Okay, so last week, uh, uh, Christy and I went one and two. You went two and one. Bingo. Uh, the week before, uh, Christy and I went one and one, and you went two and oh. Yeah. It's just really upsetting, the whole thing. So, okay, talk to us about our picks from Friday, Christy, because I wrote them down on that piece of paper, and then I gave it to somebody. Uh, so the pick game, we'll start with that. You hit that. I hit that. I had I said 44-20 pit. So yeah, I was kind of close. Oh, Kathy, you were close too. You said forty-five seventeen pit. Yeah, that wasn't oh. bad. That wasn't no. bad. And John said thirty-seven ten pit. Okay, so we all got that one. Yeah. Okay. The Pens game. I said four-two wild. Mm. Yeah. Kath said three-one wild. Mm. John said four-three pens. I'm home. <sighs> okay, so I lost. You guys won. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it brings us to tonight. Tonight's game. So oh. as of Friday. What had we chosen, Christy? I said 24-17 Steelers. Uh-huh. John said 17-10 Steelers. Mm-hmm. And Kat said 28-14 Steelers. I'm staying. I feel good with 17-10. Do you? Well, neither team are offensive jaggernauts, are they? No, I don't think you can say right. that. Right, so I think the Steelers will be fortunate. To, I hate to say it, score 17. No, I think you're wrong about that. All right. Um, I'm Is going. Bag of chips? I'm going to. I'm going to change my my pick. What? Yep. I you am. can't do I'm, that. I'm, yep. How can you change? I it? just. I. I. You I made the rules. I extended that to you too, and so I'm extending it to me as well. Um, Thirty-one fourteen. Whoa! That's how good I feel about tonight, you guys. I, it was twenty-eight fourteen. I'm going thirty-one fourteen. That'll never happen. Okay, Christy, you changing things up? I'm not. I'm sticking with my score. 24-17. 24-17. Just because yesterday, all those decent teams got upset. I so know. I'm, I'm just going to stick with what I know. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, I'm feeling very optimistic. Yeah, obviously. And you know what I decided? Hmm. I decided that I'm making popcorn tonight. Okay. I'm doing it. Yeah. I right. mean, the whole thing, I'm still doing the salad and the scrambled eggs and the whole... that. But no chips. I don't think so. Right. I think I'm a popcorn tonight. Christy, your snack? I'm going to stop at the store. I'll stop yeah. at Market District on my way home. All Market right. District? And what yeah. will you get? I have no idea. Well, I don't know. I don't shop at Market District, so we'll see what's there. Oh, because okay. you're like waiting for somebody to deliver Well, if it's stuff. a Market District, well, yeah. you're going to have 85 <laughs> kinds of chips I know. to pick from. It's going to be great. Much. No, it's, it's too much. Be great. It's too much. It's too much. Would you do much. a Cheeto? 
I haven't I haven't I had like a, a Cheeto, Cheeto in years. I like years. a Cheeto. So good. The Cheetos, puffed ones are not. I'll do those. I mean, but a Cheeto is like, you know, the hard, you know, it's good stuff. tight. Really? I don't mind the puff once in a while, okay. but I like the you know the Cheeto, which is a step up from the hard puff. Okay, let me puff. challenge you with this. I found a new chip. It's the Utz uh, fried dill pickle chip. No, I'm not oh, doing that. No. I do it. No. I do it all day. No. And you know what? Don't it's muddy got the waters. A terrific texture. Really, pickle. really good texture. No, that's that's a little too weird for my no, taste. No, it's not weird at all. Because then, does it make any room for dip? No, you don't need dip. Dip is the only reason to have a chip. No, that's not true. Come on. Steelers. Steeler Nation. Let's go Steelers. Let's get a win. Let's do it. And have a chip. Have a great night. 3114, come through for me. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.